Hi listeners, thank you for joining our podcast. I'm together today with Nicole and Nomi. So let's start Nomi, uh, Nicole, sorry, to introduce herself, please. Yes. The hi. mic is due to you. Hi, my name is Nicole and um, I am from Chicago, Illinois, but I've been moving overseas by teaching English overseas and I just finished traveling um, to seven countries for a month and a half. So it's been great and I'm looking forward to just sharing more about my, my journey and how to be able to help people travel as well. Okay, so maybe you can start so Chicago and what was the next step, Europe? Maybe you can elaborate more about this, please. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm from Chicago and I studied abroad um, in Spain. I just got my master's in global higher education. Uh, I used to work as a university advisor and help students study overseas in Chicago. I used to work with the University of Chicago, Loyola, and other like um, predominantly private universities and public universities in the USA. But I wanted to have more of like a global exposure instead of only working in the USA. So that's why I decided to go study overseas. And by studying overseas, I've gained so much in terms of perspectives, languages, meeting people from all over the world. And I feel like because I was able to study overseas, it helped me change so much as a person. Not so much traveling, but more by living overseas, being completely immersed in the culture, learning a language that I did not grow up speaking. Um, and it's just been a life-changing experience that I wish anyone would be able to study overseas when they're in the university or if they finish university and they want to pursue a master's or a PhD. But, but here's the question. I actually was born in the U.S. because if I hear you, then that's not someone I, I know from people who were born in the U.S. They're not only in the U.S. But you sound like someone who spent more time before you came there, right? Yeah, absolutely. So it's interesting that you say that because the thing is I was born in Chicago, but I grew up going to Poland every single summer because my family's from Poland and in my house we spoke Polish and English. So I always felt like I had a very different experience growing up as opposed to being surrounded by like Americans who only have one experience only speaking English or only traveling within the USA. I never really pictured USA as being my home because I felt like Poland was always my home away from my home. So I felt like the exposure of having Polish, um, you know, as a language being spoken in my house and always going to Poland for three months every single summer. And I traveled a lot with my family as a child. Um, and I always just like was obsessed with just traveling. I felt like just the early exposure and having friends from all walks of life really helped me become who I am to this day. Mm -hmm. Okay, but you mean your schools, you, you went of course in English, right? So you mean that's like elementary school that was in Chicago or was somewhere else? Yeah, absolutely. So my elementary school was in Chicago. However, I did go to Polish school oh. uh, briefly when I was younger. However, um, I felt like since I didn't have to go to Polish school because my mom was always speaking Polish to me and my brother and I was always exposed to the language, I didn't really necessarily feel like I needed to continue with the schooling. However, I also had Polish speaking friends growing up, so I think that could have been it. 
Um, and I come from a predominantly Polish-speaking area, at least like where my suburb is. My, my neighbors are Polish. We literally have stores that say like Mówimy po Polsku, like, which means we speak Polish. So I think it could just be due to my upbringing and how my mother, even though she was born in Poland and moved to the USA, she always wanted to keep the culture very close uh, with me and my brother. She didn't want us to lose like our culture, even though we are born in the USA and we do speak English predominantly with our friends. She just always wanted to keep the culture just very close to our heart and embedded within the family. I mean, there's one thing, because I lived also in the States, and I lived in West Michigan, Grand Rapids, but that's not like Chicago, right? Mm -hmm. But I spent some time in Chicago because of uh, work. But I saw that, I mean, there's neighborhoods, and it's, a, it's similar in different bigger cities in the U.S. They have these Freddy immigrants, and then they stick together in their hood. <laughs> call it a hood, right? Or yeah. call it a, a barrio in Spanish, right? Yeah. So, I mean, and it also has an influence of the, of the food, of the restaurant, because I remember when I was there, there was a lot of Polish, Polish sausages and this kind of influence, right? And later I lived in Toronto, and there's also that kind of group or the uh, group of Polish people. So, I mean, it's like in the bigger cities in all North America, they're having these immigrants from, from Europe, right? Mm -hmm. So, but, but what happened then after you, you, you lived there and then you said you want to go out and teaching, that was your, is your uh, passion. So can you go further with that, please? Yeah, absolutely. I went to Israel uh, in 2019 because my father is Jewish and there was a really cool program if you are either 100% Jewish by having the uh, family members or grandparents or if you're half Jewish since I'm considered half Jewish. Um, so I went to Israel and I went to the Western Wall and it was an incredible experience and as much as I loved my life in Chicago, I needed a change. So I went to the Western Wall and I was in Israel for two weeks and I decided that I needed to make a change so I prayed to Moses, and I prayed to God <laughs> that I wanted a change and then after that I went back to Chicago after Israel and traveled around to Israel. Um, and then I got my TEFL, which stands for Teaching English as a Foreign Language. TEFL. Um, yeah, TEFL. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I was able to go teach English overseas. And from there on, I lived in Thailand, South Korea, wow. Mexico. And then I just finished the master's in Spain. But I also did do some teaching while I was in, living in Madrid, Spain. Okay, so first you did the TAFL and then you went to university to get your degree in, in teaching, right? Yeah, I didn't necessarily study teaching. I studied psychology, but oh, it's, it's okay. an actual like school that teaches you how to become a, a teacher, to teach English as a foreign language. So I did it online. I also actually worked at a university and I did actually teach adults business English. I help them with reading, speaking, writing, um, everything related to the English speaking language. And I really felt like that experience led me to wanting to go like move overseas because I had people from all over the world, from China, Germany, Russia, Poland, Georgia, the country, which I felt was incredible. I didn't even know what Georgia the country was yeah. when I was younger. Now I know, but I didn't know, right? And I felt like not Americans really know 
that Georgia is a state and also a country too as well. So I just felt like the exposure, talking to the people after I finished teaching, getting to know them, going for a wine, going to go to the park, like really getting to know those people, opened my eyes that there is a whole new life outside the USA. And I think that I need to take the time to explore the world and see how it is. So it was just that experience and traveling to Israel and Spain as well. Speaking of Israel, actually mm -hmm. uh, it reminds me of documentation. I don't mm -hmm. know if you have watched called uh, Jerusalem. Yeah. Yeah, and it, 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 uh, I found it interesting because there is a actually Polish girl in that documentary and telling uh, mm -hmm. his her history about like her family from Poland, but they were being they've been moving to like USA also when she was very young, mm -hmm. and so she always have this mute. Uh, like the bio uh, culture uh, yep. growing up uh, with her so I think like you somehow you and that Polish girls really have similar background similar like experiences and also like their family um, they have like maybe a quarter of the Jewish uh, origin or, or a Jewish blood I mean that Polish girl so I, like oh. when you're talking about your experiences your background and it like remind me of that documentary about this mm -hmm. uh, this Polish girl in that uh, uh, in, the, in that documentary, I mean, uh, really, really interesting. Maybe, I was thinking maybe if that girl is was you in that documentary. <laughs> maybe, maybe in the past time, you know. Very cool. Yeah. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah. Have you watched that uh, Jerusalem documentary, by the way? Yeah, yeah, it's I saw so it. so amazing. I oh saw it, God, like, the... not too long ago, but I yeah. think I had to watch it again in order to yeah. like, be able to get a better, like, perspective and clarity. Uh -huh. So I will yeah. watch it. Thank yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, awesome. next time watch together, maybe yes. find a time. Yeah. yeah, that's really amazing. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, okay. was it in Netflix or where, where was this? I think you can watch on Netflix, mm -hmm. yeah. Or is for it sure. in YouTube available? YouTube, I don't think you can have the complete, the full. Like, just a teaser, right? Yeah, that's what just it a maybe the trailer. Yeah, the yeah, trailer. But, um, right. for, for sure, you can watch on the Netflix. But who produced that? Like. Uh, TV station or some famous um, documentary? Maybe the documentary or director. Yeah, it's now like from a huge company or something. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. You you have heard about this, right? Heard no, I Jerusalem. haven't. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's very I know, picturesque, picturesque, like the views, the constructions, those, you know, those churches. Because in Jerusalem, where there like are four um, religions, like coexisting yeah, together. Yeah, I'm aware of that yeah. because mm -hmm. I, I'm a kind of fan of history, so okay. <laughs> I've yeah. never been never been to Israel, mm -hmm. but I was also not to the Georgia, the real the other Georgia. I was <laughs> Georgia and the US. Mm -hmm. But uh, to come back to you, so yeah. now you mentioned traveling, but do you live also another country in your lifetime other than the US? No, I always grew up living in just USA. Uh, but you I, visit, visit a lot mm -hmm. of countries. A lot. Um, I, I mean, I did. I would say mostly Poland because my the majority of my family lives in Poland. But we also went to like Mexico, Panama. Went to like Aruba as well. But Aruba, I, think, I yeah. was there too. <laughs> For <laughs> great, holiday, great, too. great place, by the way. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to just relax on the beautiful uh, sand to see the pigs. They have the water pigs. Did you see the water yeah, pigs? Yeah, and then that's also <laughs> it's the closest to South America I ever went <laughs> because yeah. I never went for Yeah, exactly. And but, but it's also funny because I rented a car. I was so amazed because 
there's nowhere to go because if you yeah, drive, yeah, it's, right. it's like it's better. We had this uh, the quad that was fun, right? Yeah, exactly. To drive with a quad, but a car was useless. Yeah, because it's, it's 90 kilometers, right? It's it's very small. Really. Yeah, and you that's do. It. I mean, in one day, you drove up all the four corners. Yeah. And you're like, you went there? No, I never. Did you ever went to. to the Caribbean? No, I wish I would. I would in the future. Yeah, yeah. like South, especially South America. It's yeah. all like it's so. I'm so attracted to their culture. The music, the yeah. dance, especially you know the bachata, bachata is originally bachata. from Cuba. So for sure, one day I'm gonna go to Cuba yeah. to see like how this like their history is how it like um, evolved from the like modern dance from the the uh, the ancient like moves to modern moves. I mean, yeah, it's like for me, it's so fa fantastic so, everything there. So let's talk about bachata. You know what she did? She she brought me to this trial class, so I had to learn bachata. That was like something trial class, yeah. because I'm not a good dancer, and I was not for me. Then we came too late. And then I missed the first part, and then the I first had, very important and basic steps. I had steps, not a good right? time because I uh, felt yeah. totally lost. I mean, I wouldn't know what to, to hold and do moving, and I just want to focus on my footwork. Right, that was my basics. Right, but then I'm we found I found out that they have this emitter going on. By the way, they had some yeah, issues. Yeah, I know Ermita. They, yeah. they have some issues with the police on the weekend for some oh, wow. reason. No way. Yeah. Last weekend. Yeah. yeah the policeman came to give them fine because, like, as the reporter said, their the music was too loud. Like they always playing too loud music, so yeah. they got annoyed and then they report to the policeman and the police came and they find them like some hundred euro as wow. a you know, the, 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 the punishment. Terrible. Yeah. That's so bad. I mean, it's, it's a public place, right? Like people just do whatever they yeah, want to I mean, do in the public. And you know, it, it's so yeah. ridiculous, right? Because on this, apparently on the Saturday, it was Saturday, right? So mm -hmm. if you, I walked because there was a concert um, from this from the city. Wow. I saw that they built the stage, so I had to go there. So I walked all the way over there. That's <laughs> like where they're building this. Wanted to build a new metro station. And they had some protests because they wanna don't cut the trees and wanna protect the trees. Right. So I walked all over there, and then on the way. There was one party after the other close to the river. I mean, and how loud was the music there? You heard? I said, "Oh, there's a concert." No party after party. So I mean, probably there was at that day there was a wedding. Maybe that people complained about this making too much yeah. noise. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised because since I was living very close to Ermita, so every time I would just walk to. Puerto Angel Metro, I always saw them dancing, but I never really heard of like any fines because I was in a group. Uh, I'm not in actively anymore, but I was in all these different WhatsApp groups, you know, when I first moved here. They're like, oh, they're, they're, um, there's like a meetup or there's a dancing bachata meetup for tonight. So there's yeah, yeah. always organizing something. Yeah, basically here in Madrid, every day. Always. Yeah, basically every, every day, day they're organizing some either salsa, either bachata, or kizomba, yeah, like yeah. literally every day. Exactly. It's so amazing, like for free, you can dance whenever you want. Yeah, yeah, and, so nice. And she asked me to, to come and just make videos, and then that's good for me because then I can see how they're doing this. And then, yeah, anyway, so but it's also for me because I like to 
almost make a documentary about my life in Madrid to go wow. and see see just sit there and, and then feel the ambience and then see what's going on. Like I saw this guy who asked five women before he found someone who danced with him. I found that interesting, <laughs> right? And, uh, and then also you see always the same man coming there and yeah. Man, woman, not only man, right? Yeah. No, I see always the same man, but the women are always different for me. But anyway, you, you come there often. Yeah, I'm, yeah. A, I'm an often comer. <laughs> okay, let's speak. Often newcomer in Madrid. Often newcomer, yeah. Often newcomer in Madrid, yes. So often, I love it. Yeah. So before we, we talk more about you, she wanted to, Nicole wanted to talk about studying in Europe is cheaper than the US. So you asked me that. So maybe yeah. you can tell us about this. Yeah, absolutely. So the thing is, um, I applied for two universities, one in Chicago and then one in Madrid, Spain. And so the tuition in Chicago was going to cost me $20,000 for two years. And I decided, wow, if I pay 20,000 USD, I won't be able to save up for myself in the future if I want to, you know, buy a place if I if I want to. And I won't really have too much money for traveling, which I prioritize traveling. So I decided to look for schools outside the USA. And I went on LinkedIn and I just typed in, okay, like who, who can I talk to who studied global higher education? Because I'm interested in working in like this niche field with helping people study abroad at a university or anything of that nature. And I started talking to a girl and she's from the USA, but she's been teaching English in Spain and she got her master's. And she told me, if you want to study for one year and then it's fully accredited, you can then get a master's in Madrid live in Madrid, continue yeah. learning Spanish. And I said, I'm sold. That's it. Yes, that, you know? Yeah, yes, that, that's it. So wow. I told my mother, she was not happy. <laughs> my mom is like, well, you know, you just came back from living overseas. I think that you want to build a life in Chicago. I said, no, I don't want to build a life in Chicago. No, thank you. I live from so many different countries. I can't imagine going back to like an ordinary lifestyle, yeah, like doing the same thing over and over. Every day, the same routine. Every day, the same right. routine. Tipping at a restaurant, which you know, I don't want to tip anymore. Like in, in the USA, I refuse. I don't want to give any yeah. money that I don't have to give. And I you know, know I take this money to travel, right? That's what should I do? No, I don't want. And you know why? Why these people in the US are really de depend on tipping because yeah. their salary is too low. Exactly. Here's That's the right. Here's the opposite. Nobody is tipping because yeah. the salary is more regulated, right? And it's equal, and they they pay like their workers equally, yes, as opposed to USA, which jobs you are doing right? exactly you the same like average or yeah yeah, yeah. that's the same same salary. Yeah, that's true. And also another thing too is I don't yeah. want to be surrounded by people who think very small. Mm -hmm. They don't like really think like on a global scale. That's they only think like important. USA is the best. Yeah, yeah. The and mentality. I can tell you, I don't think so at all. You you know um, but anyways yeah I told my mom I want to continue learning Spanish since I lived in Mexico I really want to become like trilingual as it is and so I decided like I have to do this for myself even though my mother was not very happy with my decision 
But then after, you know, I moved to Spain, she saw how happy I was. I was documenting my experiences. I always compared USA to Europe all the time. I'm like, this life is way better than American, than American lifestyle. Um, but yeah, I've, I've just been really happy and I saved a lot of money. And I really feel like going to school in Germany, going to school in Austria is way better than going to any school in the USA. But people typically think of USA as like the highly prestigious universities. So maybe that's the reason why they think of it. But I personally have two experiences because I studied my bachelor's in USA and then I just got my master's in Madrid, Spain. Question to Mexico. So you said you worked as an English teacher. So where in Mexico? Mexico City? Mexico City, yeah. yeah. That's probably interesting. So I never went actually to Mexico City because mm -hmm. when I lived in Canada, I traveled to Dominican Republic, mm -hmm. Jamaica, Aruba, and then also Mexico, but Mexico, Cancun, right? Like where all the tourists are going, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, so... But how was your experience if you compare the, the life in, in Mexico and, and in the mm -hmm. U.S.? I mean, other than the language, right? But, but yeah. Mexico City is probably also international city. So mm -hmm. how was your experience? That I'm interested in this. Yeah, definitely. So um, when I was living in Mexico City last year, I wasn't necessarily teaching. I was interning with an education tech company. Oh, so wow. I actually helped them like with English speaking exams. Um, so I typically traveled all over Mexico. I went to 15 states in Mexico. Wow. And I, yeah, I didn't tell people that, but yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so, cool. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just, I administered English speaking exams for IELTS and TOEFL. And I really helped my students gain the extra uh, level of English that they needed in order to receive the certificate from Oxford um, University in Oxford English. On top of that, I also help them create an app for English-speaking uh, people. So it's kind of similar to Duolingo, but it, it, it is sponsored Duolingo. through. Yeah, it's, it's, it's similar to Duolingo, but it's actually uh, quite similar. Yeah, it's sponsored through Duolingo, but the thing is, it's affiliated with Oxford um, University. Oxford. Yeah, Oxford. Sponsored yeah. by Oxford. Yeah, yeah, oh, sponsored I mean, by Oxford. That's the real English. I mean, yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's the British English. In that's Oxford right. Oxford English. That, yeah. That's what I learned in school. That's what I said. Oxford English. Yeah. I didn't went to Oxford, but it's like like Oxford. It is. English. It's it is the proper English, you're right? <laughs> and then uh, everything yeah. is it's a slang, right? <laughs> yeah, Americans. Yes, it's completely slang. I completely agree. Um, yeah, so I just did that, and it was an incredible experience. But I think the biggest takeaway from my experience living in Mexico. Mexico was learning Spanish because when I was living in South Korea I actually took Spanish classes in South Korea wow. yeah yeah wow. I didn't want to learn Korean I should have learned it it's just personally I felt like it's not as practical and useful as opposed to learning Chinese you know German Spanish Russian even possibly um, because so, of, the, of the, the population of speakers or why, why are you thinking about that? I just feel like a majority of people speak more Spanish than like Korean. I think Definitely. so. Definitely. Yes. It's, it's, it's more practical when you're traveling for in sure. Latin America. Yeah, you know, sure. when you go to like even like Europe, uh, whether it's you know Spain or Portugal, they can understand a bit, yeah. but not too much. And even you, in the USA. Because you, yeah. Yeah, you don't find other Korean-speaking countries where you go it's to only, travel. It's only two. For travel. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's right, exactly. Yeah. So I just felt like it was more practical for me to like really learn Spanish. Yeah, and yeah. just like Nomi, I'm obsessed with Spanish culture. Oh, I've been like that since I was exactly. 16 years old. Oh wow. So like I learned Spanish.
Spanish in high school. In high school, and, you started. Yeah, I started in wow. high school. And I told my mother I wanted to become a Spanish teacher when I was 16. Oh, wow. And my mom is like, no, you are, like, you're white. No one's going to take you seriously as a Spanish teacher. Why? <laughs> I know, because that okay. was just like my, my mom's way of, of thinking. But anyways, the thing is, my first teacher, uh, her name was Professor Wood, was from the USA, and she lived in Spain for six years. And she uh, learned Spanish, and then she went to the USA and become a Spanish instructor. But I mean, after her teaching, I was incredibly like obsessed with Spanish culture, like watching the movies, listening to the music. And I think from there on, from like my second year of high school, I became very like interested in just the Spanish culture and Latin American culture and that kind of thing. Yeah. Very cool. It's interesting. So, I mean, even in, in Europe, like in music, like EDM or electronic, it's a bigger label electronic dance music but i know some some german producer he worked with a guy from ecuador and he made the song ecuador right uh -huh. and then he made another song probably with the same guy and made adelante so that was before i actually learned spanish so my my touch to spanish and then also the university i studied uh, Gutenberg, there was had a partnership with valencia with the university, but I never found out which one. But I was supposed to go there. I was everything booked, but I had an accident, so I couldn't make it. Right. So then I would have go even earlier to Spain, and because then later I worked in, in Spain, and mm -hmm. I also liked it very much. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but not too much about me. So let's go. To what what do you plan to do? So you said you travel around countries here in Europe, mm -hmm. and then you made your master degree, the congrats, so you're a milestone probably Thank in your you. life. Yeah. And then what's next? Ah, uh, that's good. So that's a good question. But my next step is I um, I'm waiting to get my EU passport to next month. Okay. I, I'm going back to Chicago to visit my family. But once I have the passport in hand, I'm going to be applying for either remote jobs or companies in Spain or universities. And I want to be able to live in Madrid, and that's it. Wow. I don't want to like move to other countries anymore. I've been doing this since I was 27. I'm gonna be 32 years old in October. Still young, so, come on. Thank you. <laughs> but that's a great plan. Yeah. Settle down in Madrid. Maybe older yeah. than you, but. <laughs> yeah, I just, I want to settle down here. It's just like. Oh, I want to yeah. settle down. Yeah, I, I want to settle down like in Madrid. And it's so crazy because I came to Spain when I was 25 just to visit my brother who's studying abroad in Barcelona. And just by being in Spain, like the first few days, I, I told myself, I have to come back. I don't know how I'm going to come back. First, I'll go to Asia, then I'll go to Central America. And then I came back. And honestly, like, Amazing. even yesterday, I flew from back from Paris because mm. I, I got back like yesterday during the day. I was so jet lagged, so tired from traveling and backpacking. Yeah. But even like the minute I saw like the greenery and like Madrid, I had like this big smile on my face. Uh -huh. and I was like, oh my God, I feel at home in, in Madrid. So. Home. Yeah. So another <laughs> person who fall in love with Madrid. I met a couple, <laughs> bunch of people. Yo también. <laughs> but how about the experience in Barcelona? Like you have been living in Barcelona and Madrid. So can you tell me like 
which city you prefer, or how's the dif what's the differences between these two like major cities, like the biggest? Yeah, yeah. Stay. So the thing is, I didn't live in Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. I just visited Barcelona three times already oh, because okay. my brother um, he studied abroad in Barcelona. And He's he, in he lived there. Oh, he lived there. Yeah, he oh. lived there. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. So I like Barcelona, but I think it's too it's too Americanized. Oh, really? Do you know the reason why? <laughs> Americanized. Oh, that's it's, a drastic. Oh, opinion. that's the first time I heard about this. Wait, like, because I uh, want to explain the reason. Yeah, because so I, I feel like when you like living in, in Mexico, Spanish-speaking country, you know, you are living in Spain, mm -hmm. like especially in Madrid, people speak more Spanish in Madrid than Barcelona. Mm. In Barcelona, yeah. I heard people speaking nothing but English, <laughs> and I felt like I was back in the USA, and I'm like, oh, really? Right. Like, why am I here in Barcelona where everyone's like, hi, where is the bathroom? No, mira. What is the, oh, no, wow. what, what is the city of Donés Baño? You know, you, need to, you should say that, you know? So I felt like in Barcelona, I was quite dirty. Mm -hmm. It was very, like, American, I don't know, very Americanized, very commercialized, I would say. I love the beach, but I know better places like Malaga, Menorca, which is very underrated. Um, I don't know where else. Oh, Galicia is beautiful. Galicia, the north of Spain. Santander, uh, maybe. Santander? I have not been, but I want to go. It's on my list. <laughs> also, they have beautiful but, yeah, yeah. around. And Cadiz, I love Cadiz. 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 In the south. In the south?